because I don't so. fucking announce things to you as you walk in my apartment unannounced. That's your problem. You're my problem. <laughs> I am a problem. Musty, root-ridden, hollow log somewhere in the Riverlands. We're not quite sure. As always, I am Zach, and sitting here next to me, just taking up space, is my brother Nate. Hey. So I'm not just taking up space. I, I mean, contribute. You hit play or you hit record, and that's cool. Yeah. That's all I hash did. it out. Let's you do it mother, right now on this podcast. Mother, Let's you do it. Motherfucker. So exciting things. Exciting, exciting, exciting things. Yeah, so we've teased it a few times uh, in the last couple episodes, but finally it arrived, and we've hashed out our details. And so this is the very first episode that's brought to you by Vintage Wine Estates. Hey! And they are the ones who bring you Game of Thrones wines. And so we were lucky enough to have received a couple bottles of the Game of Thrones wines, which is... Which we are currently enjoying, much to our palate's delight. Granted, we're, uh... We don't know shit about wine, yo! Dick all about wine. But it's, you know, of all the wines I've tried, it's pretty good. It's it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's, uh... It's very fitting for a period chapter. It's only 20 bucks a bottle, and they come with, like, these super cool, like little bottle logos that are they have like the house sigils not like individual ones no they're extremely detailed they're like uh like tapestries Mm -hmm. like stretched across showing a little battle scene it's cool but yeah you know we figured it was fitting we were really excited because you know this is our first it's our Tyrion 1 episode yeah our Tyrion 1 and John 1 we're going to be doing John John 2 John 3 John 2 John 2 John something um yeah, uh, we we decided to combine two chapters because these are two relatively short chapters, um, and they just Tyrion and John tend to complement each other well. So, complimenting Tyrion and John, complimenting each other is this wine of complimentary goodness on my tongue. <laughs> so whatever that means. There's just a whole <laughs> lot of complimenting over here, and it's so, yeah, delicious. It's uh, there you can get these these fellas anywhere basically that wines around in your area. You just do the Game of Thrones wines dot com search and uh look up your area but they're good man it's definitely we've got a uh, we're tonight we're we're drinking the pinot noir it's 2017 yeah yeah what what are the reds whatever um, that means it, next week we'll be uh we're we're we again we're not big on the wines really yeah so, so we, we can uh, only, we're not Tyrion. we, we can't can handle, handle one one at a time and so next episode we'll we'll crack into the other bottle which is a chardonnay a 2016 See, the lighter the and wine. so that's yeah i uh the red's good the red is great but what are you gonna do so going on moving forward heading onward and well outward. we also um got the trailer yes the trailer came out for season eight. Possibly the very last trailer we will ever see for Game of Thrones. Truth. Um, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, no, it got me with some feels. It didn't hit me until that trailer, like halfway through, that like this is it for Thrones. This is this is the end of the story. This is it for the show, anyway. Um, and then it cuts right into Arya booking shit, and I'm losing my mind already. So yeah, that was that was interesting, and I guess apparently it has been confirmed that that is Harry Strickland. Oh, it's Harry Strickland. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, Brienne on I the boat no, there I with the Golden Company. Well, like, it's been all but confirmed because I guess he was cast, which oh, like, yeah, I don't yeah. pay attention to that kind of stuff. But I just Yeah, I usually reading. try to avoid that best I can. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Internet's the Internet, so. But, um. What are you going to do? Surprise action. Like, surprisingly, uh, that, that trailer just got me way more hyped than I ever thought. Yeah, um, I got uh, really excited. And there's so much to it. Like, they did a. A really good it's job such a of good trailer. putting so much in there to just tease what we want, exactly what we want to see. Like that shot of the dragons, dragons flying and, over and that white wintry landscape was just amazing. There was only, uh, and the darkness at the end, just how dark that darkness yeah, is. Yeah, it was <sighs> cool. It was cool. It's foreboding as shit. But there was only one shot of my main Tyrion, which is odd because we are reading Tyrion one. 
and he appeared but once in the trailer. So, wapa segue! Oh my god. What, did you stay up all night to think of that? No, Are you kidding uh, me? It's all free flow, my Please friend. don't. You know, I swear you've got a little book where it's you write lyrical parkour. Now. Hashtag oh my god. Zach is trending. So yes, we're reading Tyrion 1 this week, which means last week we did... Uh, what was it, Brand 2? Mm-hmm. The Fall. The Fall. And so... Yeah, so we've got we've got that last we knew. Um, Brand Stark was, was doing some climbing and got launched. Got, got launched. launched. The things he does for love. True, Dad, Jamie. So Lannister. yeah, so we head straight into the eyes of little brother Tyrion, and uh, so right up to start with this, I for a second I almost was confused until I realized uh, that it's not immediately after. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like uh, Martin kind of plays on that by having the wolf howling like right immediately as the, the chapter opens. The wolf is howling. Yeah, the last uh, the last words in Brand Two are the wolf began howling, right. and yeah, it picks up immediately. And Tyrion with the the wolf is still howling. Uh, it, it hung over the castle like a flag of mourning. Um, so yeah, you're immediately thinking like, oh, this just happened. Like so, and then uh, another callback to. Branch chapter because uh, he said it said somewhere in the great stone maze of Winterfell a wolf howled and just before in Branch chapter it said to a boy Winterfell was a gray stone labyrinth of walls mm. and it's funny because you know T- Tyrion's about the size of a boy yeah so, exactly like it it's really kind of even setting up how labyrinthine these really are mm. and uh, to have these wolf echoing. Howls. Just... Well, I mean, I mean, as we find out later, this is a couple days later, so that wolf has right. just been constantly Non-stop. fucking howling. Um, Tyrion, we we find out Tyrion's in the Winterfell library. Uh, he's uh he's been been there all night. Um, it says the the howl gives him a chill, even though in the library it's nice and snug and warm. It's just it's this sad, mournful, wailing howl that just obviously sends a chill to the book. Obviously, is about. Bran falling, it, it, it's directly linked to that, and Tyrion feels that, and it just kind of, yeah, it gives him a chill down his spine. Um, but we find out also that he, he claims he's not really one to sleep much anyway. Yeah, no. Well, uh, so it's not been that big a deal for yeah, him. Yeah, he, uh, he closes up his book, which I thought was interesting. He's reading a hundred-year-old discourse on the changing of the seasons. Yes. Um, which is just interesting. I mean, as we know, and we'll find out, but Tyrion, He just likes knowledge. Yeah, he likes knowledge, so it absolutely makes sense that he'd be reading that. And that is one of the more interesting things to be reading about in this world, the changing of the seasons. Why are they out of whack? Is it because of the White Walkers and the, you know, bringing of the but Long But what night, is or? out of whack in this? Is it just summer and then spring for however hopefully long they get it? Well, I mean, we know summer lasts for years as well sometimes. Right. And, and sometimes so. ki- all kids know. So, yeah, it's just, it, that's an interesting thing. But, yeah, that's when he says he had read through the night uh, until the sa- sun came up. But this was nothing new for him. He, he's used to doing this, which I think immediately endears Tyrion to us because he's doing what we're literally doing as we're reading about it. We're curled up with a book and that's what he spent his time, you know, he's not curled he's just, up, but you know, he's he, he over stayed up school, all night. Yeah. Big chair, just reading right, campfire. all night. Um, not a fire, campfire, I, but yeah, you know. I think it's immediately endearing, but, uh, the sun has risen. So Tyrion gets up and he goes and wakes up the Septon Chael. Chael. Is that what it, yeah. Chael. Chael. And so Chael. it's cool. Cause he, first he just go do this is basically what he says. He has this guy, you know, cleaning up after him. Uh, go put these away, put those away. And I like that he points out that they have Valyrian scrolls that are very rare and complete. Yeah. And so... Well, he's that, that's sort of what he tells Chael, because Chael, when he first wakes up, he doesn't really understand the First Order. So T- Tyrion says it a little bit softer, and he tells him, be careful, return the, the books to where they belong, and be careful. Some of these are very, very old. So... Tyrion wants to make sure that one, he's being heard. What he, you know, what he's telling this dude, you know, appreciate these. These are very old, and it's a complete set. One of the few Tyrion's ever seen. It's a really rare thing to have, and it's at Winterfell. So, you know, make sure this gets put in the pop- proper place, and these scrolls are handled delicately because Tyrion appreciates knowledge. He, you know, knows that this yeah. is an important thing. If this is lost, it it may not be detrimental to the world. Or to well, I think in it's it's but... very much so, Martin. Uh building character oh, just yeah. showing us who Tyrion is and what, showing us that thirst for knowledge early on is so we can kind of start 
developing. The enemies of war. That's what, or the engines of war. That's what it's called. I knew I had it written down. That that's what Winterfell is the complete copy of. The engines of war. Oh right. right, right. Um, but yeah, so Tyrion sends him off and heads off for breakfast. Um, as he's coming down the tower steps, which is not really an easy thing for him because uh, of his short legs, which are cramped and tired from sitting in the chair all night, he hears Sander Clegane in the in the yard, wishing that Bran would just be quicker in dying. Well, it was in a, it was uh, Joffrey who was saying that too. Sam well, or... Joffrey replies that oh. at least Bran is dying quietly. Right, it's right, the wolf right. making all the noise, and so obviously. We already at this point kind of know Joffrey's a shit, but him and the Hound are sitting here talking. Yeah, about now how, we're getting a bit more. Yeah, we're this getting kid him. Just die. We're getting to hear him where he's more comfortable talking down. And then the Hound just in a fucking power uh, yeah, move is I'll like, I'll do I'll, it. I'll, I'll go get him. Like, holy shit! And you want me to go stab a knife through it? Yeah, the prince, you know, thinks that's funny. Actually, the thought of sending a dog. Yeah, because he a likes dog. the doggy dogs. Yeah, <clears throat> which is just. <clears throat> Fuck you, Joffrey, you little shit. And then he makes the comment, they have so many wolves, the Starks won't miss one of them. And that's when... Fucking Wapa comes here with uh, at least the Starks can count past six on, like, a certain prince he knows, which is just, shut the fuck up, Hashtag suck it. Like, these wolves follow these people everywhere. Obviously, they're going to know if a wolf is missing. It's just fucking stupid of Joffrey to say, um... The Hound pretends not to see Tyrion, just to get some shits out of Joffrey, and it's not a new thing either. Um, I noticed that that line kind of gets repeated a lot through this chapter, this is not a new thing. Tyrion seems to be a creature of routine, at least in his reading, and then in his torment via the Hound and Joffrey. Um, But this is where it gets interesting, Tyrion tells Joffrey he needs to go to Lord and Lady Stark and offer his comfort to them. And then little Joffrey replies straight back at that with... Nah, fuck that, son. Nah, he's yeah, he's a he's a douchebag. But he, he gives the yeah, cause he's like, I don't I don't care about them. I I, th- what do I give a shit? Why do I need to go listen to? Yeah, yeah. And Tyrion says it is expected of you. You're the prince, and his absence has already been noted. He says, which I think is interesting. Who's noting his absence? Has Ned Stark said something about the prince not being there? I don't really see that happening. But maybe it's just Tyrion's prudence. You know, he knows that the prince really should just go and say, hey. Shit sucks. Sorry. And so then instead, wow. Yeah. Well, he yeah he says the uh, the Stark boy is nothing to me. I, I cannot abide the wailing of women. And then yeah, Tyrion just comes in with the the fucking right hook, wow, right on the face, which is great. Uh, and so deserved. And, and Tyrion tells him one more one more word, and uh, I'm tell uh, and I'll hit you again. And Joffrey says I'm telling mother. So Tyrion mm. hits him again. Wham. And then Tyrion tells him, go ahead, go. Go fucking visit your mother. Go tell her, and hopefully she'll tell you the same fucking thing I just did. You and, little and asshole. And so it's I just then he runs across the fucking runs away, just clasping his hand to his face. Well, that's ready it. To cry. Is Joffrey is another kid who has been punked in front of a crowd. His eyes feel, fill with tears, and he flees. And he's just like Arya, John, just John. like Jon Snow. Like yeah, I mean he's not immune to being a child like that's still kind of the thing that i think it's forgot about joffrey is he's still young himself like yeah he's this fucked up little shit but he was kind of forced into that by the lifestyle and his mother the, and, and his father at this absolutely point. Like, yeah because while well, he he still isn't technically aware of the fact that his parents are who they are and so he he tries to admire robert and he wants to to be this big badass warrior that he's heard from the stories mm-hmm. and earn the respect Which from him. Which comes into play later with actually yeah, Bran yeah, 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 here exactly. a couple chapters. Probably. And so, yeah, things are much... So, yeah, Joffrey runs like a little bitch because he got his shit punched in. Well, slapped in. And it says uh, a shadow falls across Tyrion's face and uh, Clegane is standing over him. And it says his dark armor seemed to blot out the sun, which I just thought was a really tense, imposing description of the Hound. But the Hound just says to Tyrion that the, the prince will remember that. Tyrion says he hopes he does. And Sandor's a cuddly bear. He, he asks him uh, <laughs> where his brother is, and the Hound says he's breaking fast with the queen. So Tyrion's like, cool. I'm going to go get me some Denny's, and we're going to hash this yeah, stuff out man, with the Yeah, a grand slam? That'd be great right, right now. A brand slam? A brand slam! <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. 
I just fucking wrecked myself. You're out of control. Anyway. Oh, my God. You are not as funny as you think that you are. That was pretty fucking funny. Uh, so Tyrion enters the guest house, joins Jamie, Cersei, and the children for breakfast. Um, as soon as he sits down, it says his sister peered at him with the same expression, a faint distaste she had worn since the day he was born, which immediately tells us that things aren't great between this little sibling duo. Um, Tyrion kind of inquires where uh, King Robert is, and she says the king has not slept at all. He's with Lord Eddard. He has taken their sorrow deeply to heart, which Robert's being a bro. He's like, yeah. you know. Which he's we've, he's been that way yeah. since, we've see, since we've met him. He's, you know, expressed his. Like, I'm sure Ned is quite distraught. And so Robert's, you know, being there for his bro, saying, you know, sorry. Not to mention he probably really, really wants him to be the hand. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, kissing a little ass won't hurt, but I think it's definitely there's some the bro there still. So uh, Tyrion also notices and mentions how twin-like Cersei and Jamie are right here, which is just uh, a funny thing to bring up, especially since, you know, Marcella and Tommen are both just chilling, chilling right there, there. Yeah, too. Yeah, um, yeah, they even are dressing similar at this breakfast, right. Tyrion notices. But uh, then Tyrion thinks that during all the terrible long years of his childhood, only Jamie had ever shown him the smallest measure of affection or respect. And for that, Tyrion was willing to forgive him most anything, which is just another interesting line to say immediately after this brother that Jamie has... Or yeah, this brother that Tyrion has so much affection for and respect it's just the, shoved a kid out a window. Right, like, like, and it says Tyrion's almost willing to forgive him for anything. So it just kind of calls into question: Would that fall into the type of thing Tyrion could forgive? So Tyrion orders some food, bacon, and burn it black. Yeah. And he and he's he's just kind of like watching Jamie and Cersei. So I thought t- he contemplates some weird shit at this breakfast though too, because he uh, he thinks about what it would be like to have a twin himself yeah yeah and, and he was saying though that that's nah, nah yeah no nah, no nah, he nah. said like the thought of two of him was just too dreadful to contemplate yeah, like, like it'd two... be like two of you it'd be awful that would be pretty awful Ugh. oh god i'm <laughs> All sure right, it's not uh, that bad it's pretty bad um, so then, uh, so Tom and the kids, we get a little bit from them. Tom is all a little bit upset and, uh, this is kind of the closest we've been to T- Tommen yeah. since the the, the book started. And so, you, yeah, he even mentioned, so Tyrion mentions how unlike Joffrey he is, mm-hmm. just how opposite. But then he also compares how unlike him and Jamie are. Yeah. But they don't have that closeness, Tommen and Joffrey. Or oh, at least we, yeah, you know. we never get to see, see anything like that. Well, but, I mean, Tyrion even says he was a sweet boy, like... I, I just think Joffrey would prey on that. Yeah, like, exactly. There's no, I don't think there's any love lost there. Um, that's when Tyrion mentions that the maester believes Bran's going to live. And uh, as he says this... He says, nay. Tyrion is watching yeah, his siblings closing. Yes. And, and it, as he does so, he doesn't miss the glance that passes between the twins. So That doesn't last more than a one second. One more character in the column of perceptive as fuck, because as he's saying the sentence, Tyrion is just watching for reactions, and he gets one. So it's, it's funny that all the people that were ticking off on that list of perceptive are also, uh, aren't they the people that were set to survive George's, Martin's initial, wasn't it going to be Tyrion? John, Arya, or something, maybe Danny. Well, I don't know if there was like an initial who was going to survive, but I know Tyrion, Arya, and John had a like a love triangle that yeah, was well, I important. Knew that, but that's I don't know if who he said. I don't know. Gonna... It's irrelevant. But um, Marcella is quite pleased about Bran being alive as well, and Tyrion just kind of thinks on her that she had all of her mother's beauty and none of her nature. So again, these are two sweet kids, nothing at all like Joffrey, which comes into play when we know the incest thing comes up. That... Yeah, so then, yeah, Tyrion has some cool insight here, some things to say about uh, about the, the, the puppy dog mm-hmm. there. He would swear the wolf is keeping him alive because when they, they'd close the window, because the wolf's been howling and fucking just... Non-stop. Just incessantly. Fuck. And so he said that when they closed the window to block the howling from Bran, his heart grew weaker. And then when they opened the window, the strength returned. Mm. And Cersei immediately, <laughs> immediately is like, not having them wolves? Nope. Yeah, she calls them unnatural. And like, so she, she doesn't like them. She see, and, uh, you know, obviously that's 
like I want I want to say that Martin kind of planted it there to make it seem like a oh because I don't want people to find out. I'm pretty sure she was going to say that regardless yeah. of whether Bran went down or not. Yeah, I like agree. she wouldn't want those fucking wolves there. Um, I think it's interesting that Jamie speaks up then and says he thinks he'll have a hard time stopping the wolves since they follow the girls everywhere. Like, right. yeah, good luck. Even Jamie says, like, good fucking luck with that, sweet sister, because Tyrion, we find out, is considering going to the wall with yes. Benjamin and John. Greatest decision of his life. Um, I mean, I guess maybe not, because then Catelyn will run into him on the road. Eh, but it all kind of like, works out for him, sort of uh, fish. I mean... Like, we'll get there when we get there, because fuck me, then we'll the Tyrion story. But... Yeah, um, he just wants to piss off the edge of the world, which is Jamie great. Jamie makes some jokes about uh, Tyrion taking the black. Yeah, um, they have this interesting conversation where Jamie doesn't think... Uh, Cersei leaves because the children don't need to hear your filth, but Jamie stays, and Jamie doesn't think Ned's going to leave Winterfell. He thinks because he thinks of what happened refuse. with Bran, right. he's going to refuse. But Tyrion doesn't. Tyrion knows now, if ever, more than ever, he, he has to go with Robert. And it's this sort of interesting thing that passes between them. I don't think there's any real significance to it. I just I kind of do though. That. I think it's also showing uh showing how much more cuz once we find out what Ned decides cuz obviously it's not known at this point um we'll know that Ned doesn't refuse and so Tyrion was correct. Mm. And so it's just showing that maybe he is again more perceptive, perceptive yeah, than true. Jamie is on, on the how the, the going-ons work, how the Northerners work in general. That's true. So Jamie, yeah, Jamie's being pretty callous. He says to, uh, he thinks that to kill the boy would be a mercy at this point because he's going to be a cripple anyway. Ha-ha, uh-huh, but no. That's when Tyrion delivers the great line, and he has it in the show, too. Speaking for the grotesques, I beg to differ. Death is so final while life is full of possibilities. And that's just, I mean, that's it. Like, Tyrion has spent his life trying to avoid death because... There's a million one different ways he could achieve any of his goals, and with the same with Bran. Bran was this kid who was hoping to be a knight, dying. There's absolutely no chance he gets to be chivalrous and honorable and save some people. As a cripple, he still might, and we know later on that he's not really as crippled as, you know, it's made out to be. So Tyrion again is a hundred percent right in a very. I mean, he's still practically John Locke. It's John Locke. Um, <laughs> not the philosopher from Lost. The yeah, the, with the wheelchair guy. <laughs> he's crippled. Um, and then Tyrion says, yeah, he, I, I hope the boy does wake. I'd be most interested to hear what he has to say. Yes. And it says his he... brother's smile curdled like sour milk. Yes. Jamie didn't want to hear that shit. But then it says that Tyrion grins wolfishly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jamie asks Tyrion. He wonders whose side Tyrion is on sometimes. And, and, yeah, that line is specifically in there. Tyrion grinned up wolfishly at Jamie. And so I, I almost also feel like that's part of what I was just saying, that it's it's attributing uh, Tyrion to the north, showing that he has this this idea of how they work yeah, up yeah. there. And, and so it's, you know, just another tie into that. And the answer is with you You know how much I love my family. You, you Jamie, you wound me. You wound me. Um, So it's just, I mean... Yeah, Tyrion loves his family, but he's also aware of their bullshit. Like clearly, right. he you know he didn't miss the look that passed between them. He didn't. He he. There's something going on here, and he's picking up on it. And so uh, it's a very very interesting first look into Tyrion's first chapter and interaction with his family. Um, that whole scene in particular. So, shifting from Tyrion descending. From Winterfell's library to John ascending a set of stairs in yes. his yes. second chapter. Walking through the keep, heading up some stairs. Yeah, with ghosts padding along silently beside him. Silently. Um, this, of uh, course. The halls are too quiet. Yeah. Outside, it's all noise and chaos as everyone's getting ready and, you know, shit's going on for the day. But yeah, inside it was warm and quiet. And, and John says it's too, it's too quiet for his liking, which is odd um john is in a weird mental state here um and he arrives at a landing and we don't know where where he's at but but it you you get a feeling of dread well it says he stands afraid afraid. for a long moment and like he's not really sure what to do and then ghost nuzzles his hands which is uh that's super cool that he's got oh yeah yeah because john takes courage from it and he enters into the room and then we get 
the, the, the scene is painted for us. Yeah, it's Bran's room, and Lady Catelyn is sitting there next to Bran's bed. That's when John says that she had left his side in close to a fortnight. Um, she fed, fed Bran herself, had meals, a bed, a chamber pot brought to the room. Uh, not once did she leave the room, so John had stayed away. But now there was no more time. They're leaving today. So John wants to come and say goodbye to right. Brandon Stark. And so then it again shows says that he's afraid yeah. of Lady Stark. And so I feel like uh, I was kind of looking at a lot of this, and a lot of it almost seems to show the true what's going to come out of Lady Stark once she she makes her transformation. Yeah, she's cold in this, man. <clears throat> she's very she's brutal. And so heart. I feel like this is the part that we... Like, if you really pay attention to this scene right here, it's got a lot of just kind of vague foreshadowing. And it also, her devotion to her family. You know, and that's she it. hasn't left this right. room. So, yeah, it's that almost one-track mind. It says while he's afraid to, he's standing at the door, he can still hear a wolf continuing to howl through the open window. This wolf has still not fucking stopped. We, we can, well, not assume, but we know that this is the same day. As John, um, that they're leaving. Tyrion woke up on the day that they're leaving. John is saying goodbye to Bran on the right, day that they're right. leaving. So uh, yeah. we know that it's still the same day that they're hearing the wolf howl, but still it, it's this day Probably through. the same exact time that Tyrion's Yeah, possibly, the that they're sitting there having breakfast. But um, Cat notices John and asks what he is doing there. Um, what are you? Yeah, what but are you doing here? flat and emotionless. Yeah. Which, again... I mean, Straight all she needs to be doing is grabbing her throat cords and saying it like that. So, but. yeah, he came to say goodbye to Bran, and she responds, You've said it. Now mm. go away. John wants to flee. He wants to run away at this, um, but he he knows he might never see Cat again, or Bran again. AI. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, fuck like Cat, he yeah. notices that it just, he just noticed that it looks like she's aged 20 years. Um, which, it, I, again, just seems to be pointing more to that older, you know, kind of decaying type. It's, it's funny how quickly she turns. Like, really, just this, uh, what we have saw, not that we got too, too much from the previous chapters, but, you know, the the sweet, motherly, yeah, maternal, to yeah. This, yeah, she's like, savage, and she continues going <clears throat> on with, we don't want you here. Yeah, man. Like, like Fuck. Holy shit. I mean, she's speaking for Bran, which we know that's not true. Based well, because he, like, I, the way he begged when he was like, please, uh-huh. like, something, it said something cold moved in her eyes. I told you to leave. We don't want you here. And it's like to put those words from Bran's mouth, like, damn. Yeah. Damn. It says, uh, once that would have sent him running and crying. But he would soon be a sworn brother of the Night's Watch, and he would face worse things than Catelyn Stark. So he's trying to remind himself to be brave here, because, yeah, it's a pretty intense moment. So all right he... now, all it did was piss him off. He says, right now, all it did was make him angry. Yeah. Um, Cat asks if he wants her to call the guards, which is pretty fucking intense of a reaction. Right, and so he's just, fucking do it. Yeah, John defined, like, do it, whatever, I don't give a shit, you're not my mom. Go. Like, so, and he crosses to the room, he enters the room and goes to Bran's bed on the opposite side of Cat, obviously. Um, He notices that Bran's hand looks like a claw, (laughs) just because of how emancipated he is. The skin is stretched tight over his bones, his legs were bent in in ways that made John feel sick. Can, like, can you slap us in the face any harder with it there, Martin? Yeah. Uh, like, his eyes were sunken deep into black pits, open but unseeing. Like, really? I mean, he might as well just be warging at this point. Like, Well, that's basically where he's at. Um, he's in this deep sleep, the green dream, trying to... Yeah, it's it's, it's it's wild shit. On the um, road. John begins to cry while speaking to Bran. Uh, he, John's begging him not to die. Please don't die. We're all waiting for you to wake up. Me, Rob, uh, Rickon, the girls, you know. He may never see his brother wake up again, and that's kind of hitting him here. Hard, yeah. Um, Kat's watching him, but she doesn't say a word. And... Uh, John starts thinking about how excited Bran was at going south, and it says it was more than he could bear, which, like, all right, now, like, I forgot, 
But, like, when I brought it up in the brand chapter, like, how that it actually hit me how much he wanted to be a knight. And then it, like, John, all right, John, respect. Because I wasn't always a big John fan, but the fact that even he's, like, yo, he really wanted to be a knight and go like, south. That sucks. Yeah, like, like, that's the shittiest thing ever. So then uh, he meant, he makes a comment about summer. Yeah. Uh, which is still not summer yet. Not named, yeah. And he says that it's the wolf brand didn't have time to name. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I don't know. I feel like that just resounds. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was cool. The mention of time was inter- just interesting. That yeah, brand, yeah. You know, didn't have time to do it. Like there was a set timeline for it or something interesting. I, I get what you mean. The language is interesting. That's when Cat begins speaking, saying that she wanted Bran to stay with her. In fact, she prayed. But she's for almost it. talking more to herself. Yeah, she's like. not looking at John. She's she's looking at Bran, and she's kind of. But she says, yeah, that she wanted Bran to stay with her. She even prayed for it, and then she says, sometimes prayers are answered. Yeah. So she's speaking kind of ironically here. I wanted him to stay, but it took his spine getting crushed and his legs getting broken for that to happen. Um. That's when John makes the mistake uh, of trying to connect to this woman. Like, but he any, doesn't know anything. But he, well, that's it. You know nothing, John Snow, because he tells her it wasn't your fault. And it says... Fucking my God. Her, her eyes found him. They were full of poison. Full of poison. I need none of your absolution, bastard. <sighs> like... Just uh, like the heart, I mean, calling him a bastard, we know John absolutely has some issues with that. But like, so I'm, I wanted to ask, uh, do you think her prayers had anything to do with the fall? Oh, no, no, I think Bran is on a set course. Like, I don't think any amount of praying would have prevented or changed things. I think that was Bran's course from... Yeah. So anyway, so John decides, ah, uh, that's my cue to Yeah, he, he gives Bran one last squeeze on the and hand and bounces. yo, like, Martin, like... You think for a minute. Right, you like, think you're for like, a minute. Ooh, she tugs at the heartstrings. There's a soft little John. And John stops and thinks he should keep going, but, but she's, she's never, never used his fucking name before. Yo. So, like, oh, shit, maybe we're about to have a moment, me and this lady. Nah, suck it, little bitch. Yeah, fuck off, John Snow, you stupid dumbass. I wish it was you. It should have been you. And then she, then she turns and she starts crying because she's, uh, she, you know, she's she's devastated by. She's ugly crying. Yeah, she's like she's she's sobbing in front of the mirror. And so I think it's important that to say to show more again towards her character that John's never seen her cry Mm -hmm. before, and so to go from, you know, cold-hearted bitch to sobbing sobbing mess. Like yeah, no, it's an intro. It shows a lot of vulnerability and just makes us kind of detest this woman with how she's treating someone that so we're coming far, to sympathize yeah, with. We haven't had anybody other than Sansa really in the family that's talked any any way negatively about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So so John's pretty pissed. He heads outside, and it's again noise and chaos out here. Everyone's loading and getting things ready to head to the south, and Rob is right in the center of all that. So. I'd like to point out that he's still, like, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, this, he's still just a fucking 14-year-old You wouldn't kid. know it to look at him, though. And, uh... Because uh, John notices that he seemed to have grown of yes, late. Yes, yeah. As if Bran's fall and his mother's collapse had somehow made him stronger. Which is, I mean, I, I, I having brothers myself, like, I've been there where something happens and someone needs to be strong for the family that's just the role they take and rob is the eldest son so that kind of tends to fall on him where ned is busy dealing with the offer and getting things ready to go south and making all these big decisions there's a lot of minute little things that need to be handled and normally probably would be handled by catelyn but she's such a mess right now that rob is stepping up and saying all right you know take this shit over here you go over there um gray wind is chilling with rob um and John walks up, and that's when Rob tells him that Uncle Benjamin's looking for him. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be out this bitch an hour ago, so Benjamin's getting a little fucking impatient. Um, and yeah, so John uh, admits that it's been a lot tougher for him to get the fuck out of there than he thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying his goodbyes, which is and Rob agrees, it's hard. It, it, Rob isn't going anywhere, but Rob says, you know, it's say, hard for just him saying too. Goodbye, like, yeah. Yeah. Seeing everybody leaving, it's his whole life. It, while he might be staying behind. 
as we can see, like his whole life has changed in the last two weeks as well, mm-hmm. because on top of Bran practically dying, being on the verge of death, who knows at that point for them, uh, his dad's leaving. Yeah, you can All just, his best you friends can just are kind of tell the way he holds himself that Rob really emulates Ned. Like he Absolutely. really holds Ned on high esteem. So yeah, he's losing that role model that like that's a significant thing for him. And he's gonna kind of be in charge as well once everybody and leaves. That's He'll have yeah. his mother there, which yeah, but he is the male Stark. Heir and now. over the last two weeks, she hasn't been there. Exactly. And so that's a she big contrib- contributor yeah. to why he has grown so much in these last two weeks. Which that like that's always kind of like do you do you think Catelyn's selfish for doing that? I mean, she again, it's the so, favoritism of Bran. As a parent, I. I mean, I don't blame her because, like, I, I mean, you not know, for being sad, but for how much she neglects Rickon, Sansa, Arya, I, like all these other children yes, are leaving I think today, it's very and selfish. she's sitting up there. She hasn't it's, fucking left. Yes, it's absolutely selfish. Like, she, she's, I mean, I get that he's he's you know on the verge, but that's it. Visiting, it's, yeah, spending as much time as you can. Definitely, there, absolutely. But you know, go down to the yard and you say goodbye to. Do have other children, even if it's not Jon Snow. That's you have just other responsibilities. You have a household. Right, to you maintain. exactly. Like, you have a son who's about to take over that that household who doesn't know how to manage those kinds of things or at least you know could still use some, some a, a stern hand exactly. yeah and thank god meister lewin's there meister lewin is like, my boy yeah she'd be but fun. rob anyway is confident that bran will live um and john to that says you start yes, so hard yes. to kill lol john you fool so then uh is it right then is when he comments about how how was yep. his mother yeah rob asks and well rob it says rob Kind of picks up that something was wrong, and so yeah, he asks, "How is my mother?" And so again, this is that that same thing when he when he excluded himself for the sake of the Starks each getting a pup. He's selfishly. He's lying to say selflessly, selflessly, selflessly not selfishly, because otherwise it'd be yeah. like, "Yo, that bitch was that fucking whack. She's out of line." I was about to bitch slap <laughs> the shit out of her. No, she selflessly. selflessly he says, yeah. "No, she was cool. Like it was. It, it was, was August. Yeah, she was very kind. Was and Rob seems kind of okay at that. Like I cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, and John and Rob embrace, uh, promising last. that they'll, you know, they'll be up to visit, or Rob will be up to visit <sighs> soon. You'll be all in black when I see you. It, it's a, it's a nice moment. Um, it's sad. That's when Rob tells him. Benjamin wants you to meet him at the this stables, the but John says he has one more farewell. So Rob says, "Well, then I haven't seen you." So I haven't seen you, peace. So John goes uh, to the armory quick, picks up his package, ooh, ooh sensual, and See, then he heads he to Arya's Yeah, room. he's picking up his package. All right, now Arya's it's a little weird. Well, um, that was initially what was going on. He gets there, and Arya is packing yes. a large chest with Nymeria's help. She's like anti-packing. I well, because she's so pissed. Like, yo. One, I feel you, Arya. Because, Yo, like, how so the amazing. fuck? Yeah, like, fuck off. They're going to get messed up anyway. And, like, I'm not folding them. Like, just like, roll it up and it's it, fine. It's it good. It fits in there. It if fits it fits, I sits. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, perfect. Um, so, I mean, Arya immediately jumps up and gives John a hug, thinking so, he had already left. How well trained do we hear Nameria is? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, like, she's man. just grabbing shit. Just, like, anything right. that she points at, she's like that. That and she just, yeah, what? she's definitely so far the most trained direwolf we've seen. Arya's is, uh, I would say, besides Lady, who seems to have a calm demeanor, but I don't even think we've really seen Lady. Well, that's about. it, we haven't. Arya's and is so. the most, you know, reactionary, <coughs> just just cracked. reactionary based on right. what her owner because all we've got from John is that he follows him, and yeah, he's quiet, and, go- and like, Ghost will nuzzle him and give him some courage, like, right. you know, go on, um, do this. But you were saying, so yeah, she thought that John, John had, had left, left yep. already, and so she runs up and jumps right on him. It's uh. Well, that's when Arya tells him that she's she got, been told to repack. Yeah. She, uh, she's she got to fold her clothes <laughs> properly because Septon uh, fucking Mordain. That's it. Yeah. Jesus. Septon Mordain got pissed at her original folding and proper ladies, you know, fold them right. And but, John is amused. This is nothing yeah. new for And so Arya. he actually makes it into a good opportunity. Yeah. Now he tells she her, can. Uh, I've got something for you. And he says, go close the door. Rape. Um. See, he's got his package. <laughs> and it says, weary but excited, Arya checked the hall. Yo, and, that, and then she yes. tells Nymeria to uh, stay and guard. Table. Yes. And so, like, she basically. She walks out and is just chills. Yeah, like, like if, I, if anyone were to come down that hallway, I imagine there would have been a very loud howl. Like, right? hey, what Immediately. up? Yeah, someone's Immediately. coming. Like, that's, I, I feel like that's all she's done since she got Nymeria is just 
train, tra- train, yeah, tra- talk like to or hang out. Her, yeah, but I almost out. feel like it's not it's actually so natural. Yeah, there's yeah. no actual working with her. It's just happening. She's that picking way. it up that quick. Yeah, and then we we meet Needle. Yeah, uh, Arya's eyes went wide, dark eyes like his, and John presents her the sword. Um, again, we get that little comparison between the two of them. Um, so it was a small, skinny sword. And John had some words about it. He said, uh, the Pentoshi will use blades like this. Um, it's not used for hacking a head off. As, uh, you can poke them full of holes. But you can poke all yeah, sorts of um, things. The blade itself has a deep blue sheen, which I uh, never really picked up on. That needle's got a little blue in it. Oh. Um, and it says, the scabbard is of soft gray leather, supple as sin, which I just think is a really fun thing to say supple as sin supple as sin um john had this supple. skinny little bit blade made special for arya cuz she's a skinny little child and uh yeah he mentions that they're used in the free cities and stuff like that um he gives it to her shows her how to hold it and that's when we get the the famous famous line at this point stick him with the pointy end and the, the but i i think it's way better in the book than it is in the show cuz Arya in the show just gives a sassy, I know how to use it. And this, she whaps him on the arm with it, with the flat of the blade. And it stings, but John is grinning like an idiot, it says. So, yeah, because he he goes ahead and tells her that she needs to train every day Mm -hmm. and uh, by herself and until she finds a partner. Which finds a partner, the butcher's boy. Yeah. Like, it's just fucking Planting that, yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, those are some of the things that but she But until needs to then, do. until she does, she needs to watch and learn and, and run ride. and ride. Like, Grow stronger in any way that she possibly can. So then there's the most important part, though. And together, they say. Which they've clear. that means they've clearly said it before. Uh, it's happened a Don't billion tell times. tell Sansa. Yeah. And we knew from Arya's chapter... That they aren't on the greatest of terms in the way that Arya... Yeah, Sansa would go to their lady mother or their lady father, and Arya's got a sword. She's going to stab someone with it because she's a vile little beast because Sansa's the proper little lady. And it it's just that sibling rivalry. It's you know? that like, one sibling. Yeah, that one that's sibling. Gonna go he's going to go and tattle go, on yeah, go, every go. time. So um, Arya then wishes that John was going with yes. them. And John gives Aww. a very wise... Different roads sometimes Yo. lead to the same castle. Like, I wrote down that quote, too. Like, holy like, shit, John. What the fuck 13-year-old wisdom <laughs> right? is that, yo? Like, like what yeah, the Yeah, even though we're going down our own paths, we can still end up at the same place. That is super fucking insightful. And, like, quote of the fucking series. Like, yeah, definitely this book with the scattering of the stars. Right. Like, it's, it's an actually fucking insane. So... Arya puts the sword down, hugs John. It almost st- jabs him. Yeah, fucking... almost jabs him. But yeah. Re puts the sword showers down. Him with and sho- so- showers him with kisses, which again is just showing their affection for each other. They're, they they have a great bond. Um, John turns back at the door and she's holding the I blade. Think Barrick's coming through on the. Is Barrick getting picked up? Quiet. You'll be quiet out there, Pumperdoos. Um, so John turns back at the door and Arya's holding the blade again in her hand. Um, and this is when he says all the best swords have names. And instead of it being like a thing Arya comes up with in this, I think it's interesting that John gives her a hint. Um, John already has the name in his mind or right. he, he decided or and that's it. decided. I didn't realize it was like that either. And so he tells like... her it's your very favorite thing. And then it says it came to her that she was that quick. Like right. she immediately gets what it is John is trying to say to her, and so she they say it together again, needle, right. and that's when we get the name of her sword. And uh, then just on a like yo, this next, the last line that, oh is just it's so it's, tragically it's tra- nice and like, sad, and it's the best quote for a brother to a little sister. Like the memory of her laughter warmed him on the long ride north. Yeah, it's like uh John. The fuck, man. Yeah, that reunion, man, is so that's that was Johnny two um, and Tyrion one and Tyrion one. So so you're inductee for Tyrion one. So are we doing an inductee for each chapter? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, um. So uh. Well, now that you put me on the spot, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Sandor. But only because he didn't bust up laughing the second Tyrion just fucking whapped Joffrey across the face. Because, like, That's true, if yeah. I was standing there, I'd just be like, 
Got That's him! Very, very true. Um, I think mine is going to Jamie uh, for this one. Just for the, uh, the the banter at breakfast, sort of. I thought about it because they... Whereas Cersei doesn't really pick up that Tyrion's picking up on it. Jamie kind of does. Like, Jamie gets that they're playing a game here. Like, my dear brother, sometimes you make me question whose side you're on. My dear brother, you wound me. You know how much I like. Right. It's this great back and forth that shows that, like, yeah, these two love and care about each other. It's a relationship that we can kind of see. But it's so dangerous. Like, they're talking about pushing a kid out of a fucking... It's not something light and... But it is. But that's to them. where they're keeping. Yeah. yeah, and so Jamie Lannister gets my honorary inductee for the Tyrion one chapter for okay. John two. John two. Who do you? Um, I think Rob for handling shit while his mother absolutely collapses into herself pathetically. Not pathetically because I do sympathize with her for Bran, but just she neglects all her other responsibilities. And Ned is busy. I mean, he's effectively is hand of the king already like you know he's got to now take care and gather up his house and his children and the septas and sworn swords and fucking shields and his men that are going with him and his house guard that is staying and take care of all this shit so in the meantime rob is is that going to interrupt my inductee Oh, yeah, that's, those sirens are probably all in whoop, that shit. Whoop. That's a of police. <laughs> but, yeah, no, in the meantime, Rob is handling shit in the middle of Winterfell, you know, probably the smaller shit, but, you know, Rob stepped up, and then he embraces John like a brother, and it's actually quite the touching goodbye for these two, knowing that. And touching goodbyes is why I'm giving my honorary inductee to Arya. Oh, I think that's her first... I think it's the first time Arya's gotten in, and I'm so for excited. For creating the most heartwarming moment I've experienced thus far, and for being capable of always turning me into a weeping mess. Yeah, I am I know I'm already going to be a mess in Season 8 with Arya and Jon reunion. Oh, I know. I can't imagine the book of oh Jon and Arya reunion. Oh, like, my God. It's gonna Especially, be... like, because I feel like of all people being able to appreciate her skills that she's acquired... Like that, they're still going to have that relationship, even though they've both become two completely different people. Mm-hmm. They haven't. Like they're still they've they've retained that. Like she's still a I sassy see, little shit, you know, and she thinks about it. him and her Absolutely. her relationship and him vice versa. Well, you guys, we we've been getting some great feedback, um, and we're super appreciative of it. This is been absolutely a blast to do, start doing so far. Um, so in light of that we have decided that we're going to begin changing our schedule and releasing two that's right two, two episodes a week um which will be Monday Mondays. and Thursdays yes I so our first uh, Monday the first time we're going to release an episode on Monday will be Monday March 18th hey. uh obviously of 2019 that's C-C-C-C. this year when we, we we're doing this um, and then we're still going to have the regular Thursday release date as well. So two episodes coming. Yeah, we just wanted to uh, give you guys a little bit more brotherhood throughout the week. We're so having yeah, just so much sprinkle fun. Sprinkle it in doing this, and then ch- chatting with you guys online is awesome. We we got a donation, so we want to make sure to shout out. I I'm gonna fucking murder this. This is gonna be t- just terrible. But uh, thank you, Siddharth Tawari. Siddharth, thank you, bro. If you're into the Brotherhood for this week, thank you. Welcome. It's uh, Every little bit helps. We appreciate anything and everything you guys can do. It's all going straight back to you. you Whether it's a like, a share, a comment, a download of an episode, a visit to our Patreon, a review on iTunes. Nate here is now going to tell you how you can reach us on every single one of those platforms. You're making me do it, you (laughs) motherfucker. So Twitter, at Manners Without. The Facebook is facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. Our Patreon, which we have a few different tiers there, patreon.com slash without manners. We've got the different tiers. You can get access to a private Facebook group. Uh, there's bonus episodes, which we, we're still in the works of Induction letters that will Induction be handwritten, signed, yeah, and sent to you. Mostly by Zach, because he's better at that stuff, and you know? he's being put under the spotlight right now. So hashtag suck Everybody that. look left. Um, our Instagram is at brotherhoodwithout. 
what else was I going to say? There's something else I wanted to, to say, but... I don't know. know. We're also on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, the YouTube pretty, uh, pretty, pretty much of the... Uh, lazy with... Uh, yeah, the YouTube is it's taking a bit to catch up, but uh, yeah, um, everything else you can find on most up-to-date episodes. Yes, yes. Um, so write it, to us, guys. Yeah, Let us please know what write you're us saying. in. Let us know your uh, inductees, your theories, uh, how excited you are for the trailer, because I know I'm fucking psyched, hyped. What chapters are you guys... Are you following along? Write to us what you think about the chapter, and we'll... Uh, We'll try to include in any ac- of your insight. In accordance with that, our... Oh, yeah, we have our schedule, so we can... Next chapter that will be released... Re- recording is the one we'll want to... So, we'll be recording... Danny 2 and Ned 2. And so, then after that as well, who else is the next recording well, after that? So, please send us in your inductees for Danny 2 and Ned 2 in yes, Game of Thrones. Inductees. Let us know who you guys think we should induct into the Brotherhood that week as well as From we'll be chapter. reading our own. And then the week following that, we will have our brand 2 chapter coming out. And you can also let us know your inductees for that. And we'll get you the rest of the schedule in another episode at another time. You know... Because that's what we're going to do. But again, it's been a blast, you guys, just interacting with you guys on Facebook yes. and, and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. And Absolutely. The support and feedback we've been getting is incredible. Um, yeah, we we're slowly it. improving. We're, uh, we're working on upgrading things, getting things moving to a more comfortable so Now the mushy area. shit is done. So again, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones wines again. Thank you. Yeah, we're they're delicious. With them. Um, check them out again. $20 for these Dope ass bottles yeah, of wine. Yeah, especially for season eight coming up. Like, oh yeah, guys, like, like pick up some wine. I'm super excited to like yeah, get some of this wine. Drink for a season big eight. ass yeah. goblet and like fucking boom. Any basically cry my any wine eyes place, out to season eight. So it's gonna and be sick. Until that time, we will catch you on the flippity flop. Um, like I said, next chapters when you're doing what did I say? Danny and Danny Ned. two and Ned two. So yeah, Danny yeah. two will be returning to the free. Cities. Oh yeah, we're heading back to the free folks. The free, free folks. Free sh- we're not free. going fucking to the wild leagues. Well, fuck Jesus. you, man. I'm, we don't get there. For it's another been book. a long day. It's been a long day. It's Friday though. Get turned. Whoa! I think that's a that's a thing, right? Yeah. We'll see you in the free cities. Follow to Harris. Peace. Peace.